There are lots of spiritual and religious practices out there that have been used for thousands of years, and some of them seem so absurd they don't actually feel real. Enter exorcisms. The idea that a demon can take over your body has been glamorized by Hollywood movies like The Exorcist and many after that, creating a culture of fear even in people who aren't religious at all. But in reality, exorcisms aren't at all like you see in the movies, and if you're a spiritual person who does spiritual practices every day, here's the kicker. You've probably done exorcisms on yourself without even realizing it. And they actually work, just not in the way you may be thinking. Hello beautiful soul, I'm going to be in Miami November 17th through the 20th doing a live in-person event. There's a lot going on. We're going to do live coaching where you're going to learn how to navigate a spiritual awakening, how to connect to your spirit guides, how to develop your psychic abilities. And we are also going to be launching my second book, Walking with the Masters. And we're going to do networking. So you're going to be meeting your soul family, connecting with new people. There is a lot going on in this live event. If you want to learn more and purchase tickets, click on the link in the description box below, including live streaming tickets for people who can't make it in person. I hope to see you in Miami. To get a better understanding of what an exorcism actually is, let's look at it from a religious perspective versus a spiritual perspective. So here's the official definition of an exorcism in religion. It's an adjuration addressed to evil spirits to force them to abandon an object, place, or person, technically a ceremony used in both Jewish and Christian traditions to expel demons from persons who have come under their power. So in the religious worldview, they believe that a person can be controlled by another energy, and in, this, in their case, they're using words like evil or evil spirits or demons. But those words aren't very accurate for me from an energy standpoint, and they can also be very triggering to people, especially if they come from a religious background. I don't see the spirit world that way, and my guides have always been very clear in teaching me to see the spirit world with more love and compassion, all of the spirit world. So I prefer to use terms like dense energies or shadow energies because that's really how the energies feel to a sensitive person who, like myself, has had many encounters with that type of energy. But more on that in a little bit. My guides taught me that evil wasn't what it seemed and that I could look at shadow with compassion but authority. They taught me how to see that I had power over any dense energy that didn't feel good to me. So here's how I see exorcisms in a spiritual way. An exorcism is a deep energy clearing that reinforces individual sovereignty. I don't even like to use the word exorcism because really all an exorcism is is a deep clearing or a deep cleansing. I love to use these two words instead of exorcism, a cleansing or a clearing. And what these deep clearings do is they just they just kind of transmute and get rid of any dense energy that may be in your presence and they reinforce your sovereignty as a spiritual being. There's never anything that you have to be afraid of in the spiritual world and the more that you come into your power, the more you realize this. But you may be asking, a dense energy can encroach on my sovereignty? What does that even mean? 
It simply means that there are a ton of energies out there and some of the energies can be light and pure and other energies can be darker and denser. It's really the same thing as if you walk down the street in a crowded street. Some of the people in that crowded street are going to be really awesome human beings that you would love to hang out with and some of those people are going to be rude people that you just don't want to hang out with and you would never be friends with. It's the same thing in the spirit world. There are darker energies and there are lighter energies. And at the end of the day, if someone comes up to you, if a rude person comes up to you as you're walking down the street or you're in a grocery line, if a rude person comes up to you and says something rude, you're just going to brush it off and go about your day, right? Or you're going to flip them off. And I definitely have done that more than once or twice in my life. So this example of encountering a rude person on the street can also happen in the spirit world. So sometimes you can feel a denser energy that comes near you that can actually feel gross or heavy and it could feel like that energy is encroaching on your own energy field. And if this happens, you can just send them away with authority and that would be the end of it. I was first introduced to exorcisms or energy clearings when I was a child. I was really sensitive as a child, very spiritually sensitive, and I was pestered a lot by denser energies. And I remember that there were times when I could only sleep sitting up. I couldn't even lie down because I couldn't breathe. It felt like there was something sitting on my chest. And I was really, really scared. I didn't know what was going on and I didn't understand my spiritual gifts. So it, I was really tortured as a child. And the only times that I felt better was when my maternal grandmother, her name is Carmel, when she would come and visit us, that was the only time that I felt better. And it was because my maternal grandmother is a healer. And when she came to visit, she would perform these really amazing clearing rituals or these exorcisms. She would perform them and it, instantly I would feel better. So she would make me sit in a chair in the middle of a room and then she would open all the windows and all the, the, the doors and she would get her rosary. She's Catholic, so she would get her rosary and I would sit in the middle of the room and she would start mumbling this, this prayer that, uh, that I no longer remember and she, I don't think she even remembers. She would start repeating this prayer, this mantra, and she would repeat it and repeat it and repeat it while she held the rosary above my head. And I remember that as she repeated this, this prayer, as she repeated this ritual, I started to feel immediately better and she started to feel worse. So she would start to dry heave, she would yawn, she would start crying sometimes. She had really, really powerful uh, reactions to the energy, but I would feel so much better. And after my grandmother would finish this ritual, I would feel lighter, I felt free, I felt amazing for a few weeks until the, uh, the denser energy started pestering me again. Now, the important thing to remember about in this story is the word power. The way that an energy clearing, the only way an energy clearing works is if there is pow more powerful energy, stronger energy present than the dense energy that's there. This is why exorcisms used to be done by authority figures, usually priests or shamans, because that authority figure had strong energy. And that's why I waited for my grandma to help me. She was a powerful spiritual healer. And so her energy was stronger than the dense energy 
that was present in me. But this was really only necessary in a past era because we were all living in relative powerlessness down here. We believed ourselves to be powerless. And so that's why we needed these authority figures. That's why we needed these external authority figures to come in and help us cleanse at a time when we felt powerless. But now we all have this inner authority. We all have the ability to clear things from us and send them away. We no longer need to rely on religious figures, for example. They don't need to cleanse us anymore. We don't need authority figures to cleanse us anymore. Now we can still get the help of an experienced practitioner if we really need it, but the point here is that we know are no longer doing these things from a place of feeling small and powerless. This is the key to a powerful energy clearing, is to recognize your power and inner authority. So today, I no longer need my grandma to come and cleanse my energy because I know I have the power to do that. I step in my power and I live that power. And you have that same power within you. Now we're in a new era where we all are stepping into this personal power, into this personal authority, where we can exert our own sovereignties without having to rely on authority figures or on figures with a lot of power outside of us. For clearings, I like to use some specific spiritual tools and I'll share a few of them with you. So the first one that I like to use is my feather fan. So my feather fan, this is this beautiful, beautiful feather fan. This was made by a, a couple of shamans here in Portugal that I love. They made this specifically for me. I use feather fans all the time and I use feather fans. Feather fans have been used historically in shamanism as a way to just clear energy. So a feather fan, you just wave it around and it uses the element of air to be able to do clearings and to do spiritual clearings. So I always use, I always have my beautiful feather fan with me when I'm doing clearings. It's one of my favorite, favorite tools. Another of my favorite spiritual tools is to use sacred smoke, something like a sage or something like that. So what I will do is I'll generally just, this is a big, big hunk of sage. I'll just burn it. This makes a lot, a lot of smoke, very strong smoke. So make sure you're not using this where you have an, uh, a smoke alarm because you may set off the smoke alarm. That's how much smoke uh, a bushel of sage like this has. But I love to use it. I'll just go around and I'll move the smoke around me as I'm doing the energy clearing. So sage or another type of herb works really well. The last tool, the spiritual tool that I love to use is crystals. So I have my spaces always filled with these beautiful crystals. I have all kinds of crystals. This is a citrine, but I can use clear quartz. I use all kinds of different crystals. I actually have really big crystals in my house constantly and it just holds the grid energetically. Crystals are wonderful power amplifiers. They're great to keep the energy clean, but also when you're doing a clearing, you can surround yourself with crystals as you're doing a little clearing ceremony. So I love to use crystals. In addition to the spiritual tools that I just shared, I also like to add a prayer or a mantra on top of it to really reinforce the clearing. So here's one that I love and I'll share with you. I clear any dense energy in all directions of time and send that energy back to the source with love. This really is a pro tip, is not only to come into your power and have that really strong intention to clear energy, but also to clear it with love, to infuse that clearing with love. This is so different from how exorcisms or energy clearings have been done by religious figures in the past. And it really is just a different way of looking at the spirit world, looking 
looking at everything with love and remembering that even the densest energy, even the heaviest energy, what some in religions would call evil spirits, that energy can be returned back to the source with love so it can be healed and called home. Now that you have a different understanding on what an exorcism is and that it's nothing more than an energy clearing ritual, check out this video here where you can learn all about negative energy and the key rituals and practices that I use to clear negative energy from my life. Come under their power. So in the religion. <laughs> <laughs>